I'm Taylor Petrie, editor of Dialogue, a journal of Mormon thought. And this is Dialogue Out Loud. My eyelashes were subtly coated in matte black mascara. On my cheeks, a light dusting of dusty rose-colored blush powder. Just enough that I could feel comfortable and almost myself. On Tuesday, my visiting teacher said she knew I was really busy at work and brought over a casserole for dinner, the chief ingredient of which was zucchini. Maybe it isn't the Lamanite who needs to forsake the incorrect traditions of our forefathers. Maybe it's the belief of racial hierarchy that we need to forsake. Never learn to play the organ, the old woman told me. You might get a different calling from time to time. But make no mistake, once you get on the path of becoming a ward organist, that's what you'll be until you die. Each year, we bring you even more great fiction, personal essays, and poetry taken from the pages of our quarterly journal. We couldn't do this without your support. So thank you for reading, listening, and supporting Dialogue with your donations, subscriptions, or by simply leaving us a review wherever you get your podcasts. For more content like this, Or to get involved with Dialogue events, go to DialogueJournal.com. His Own Hand by J.S. Apsher I desire to be the eternal goodness what his own hand is to a man. Theologica Germanica 1. What the right hand is. Take my right hand, the index finger crooked, from a long forgotten break, the dent where a melon spoon of cells, precancerous, has been scooped out, the little crescent moons under each nail, the nails badly bitten, the worn out cartilage at the base of the thumb that ruins my grip and sometimes sleep when bone of metacarpal scrapes trapezium. It's an old hand, but take it, and all it screwed in or up, hammered or caressed, lines botched, weeds pulled, promises kept, small-time doer even when it does its best. It is doubled in yours, and fear is halved, of age manhandling our kind and loving craft. What the left hand does. Age manhandles my kind and loving craft. Item. My left is acting on its own. Example. As I proof a poem online, it hovers over the keys, then slowly descends, wrists relaxes, a fingertip drops, depressing almost always a D or T, plosive consonants that blow up the word they land on, Bomblets from a passing plane. This is not how I pictured my later years. Worried about an errant hand. Item. When I pass my cluttered desk, how often it drags off a tottering book or stack of papers. The left thumb became arthritic first. That hand lifts and grasps, the doctor said. Its partner finesses. Right has been the writer since I was young. Left, the written on. At ball games, the right goes over the heart. The left dangles. Right throws. Left wears a glove to catch. Dexter acts. Sinister suffers. Item. The right waves happily as a child departs. The left clasps the back of the neck in grief. 
3. Prodigal He first clasped the neck of his son in joy, not grief. The aging father in Rembrandt's return, then the shoulder and back of his boy kneeling, one shoe off, one on. The large hand on our right, father's left hand, is the roughened hand of clenching and judging, the peasants who handed his queen, unwomaned, a gift of snakes. The hand on our left, smaller for pity's sake, is feminine and soothing, made to caress. The big hand is grasping the shoulder in fear. He will lose the boy again, more hopeful, gentler. The other touches him with loving kindness. Return again and be our sons and daughters. Yahweh pleads, return. We will be father and mother. Prodigal says, I am a man. Look at these scars on my hand. Four, fingers. Look at the scars on my hand and on my fingers. Clumsy claws that are fat and short. Raw sausages, not digits. Spillers, knockers over. Arthritic grippers. Nailhead missers and thread strippers. Packaging grapplers. Tires of shoes that won't stay tied. Slappers of skeeters. Swatters of flies. Typo makers. Smearers droppers of eggs, and messy breakables, pimple, bubble, button poppers, filters of river-rounded pebbles for garden paths, china breakers and rim chippers, crystal crackers, they've cost me dearly, rock skippers, just once, I swear, bird flippers, zipper downers and zipper uppers, and takers of the Lord's Supper. Often, too often, have they failed me, Look at the piles of scribbled verse, but did not punch or thieve or worse, or do much shameful or barbarous, unlike the fingers Rodin sculpted, bristling and lurking in the dark, that, wrote Rilke, seemed to bark like the five throats of Cerberus. Penitent Magdalene, Donatello, by Anita Tanner Shock of aging in a wooden sculpture, more than years displayed here, her gaunt and weathered face, portraying time had its way, sunken eyes, broken teeth, parched and haggard lips. The cathedral of her hands forms a gothic arch below her chin, suggesting prayer. Her frail body embraced by heavy strands of hair ropes forming a belt around her waist, cascading all the way down her elongated torso, a frayed shawl once enfolding beauty. She's given all that up to a skeletal faith that asks forgiveness, that pleads through her veins, grains of white poplar, for nourishment beyond time, beyond the sculptor's art, breathing into soft, striated wood the praise and passion of deep change, the crucible of new life, the oxygen of sacrifice.
These poems were read by Tanner Gilliland. The print versions can be found in the winter 2022 issue of Dialogue Journal. This episode was produced and edited by Daniel Foster-Smith. Our executive producer is Taylor Petrie, and Emily Jensen is our content manager. Original music by Daniel Foster-Smith. Dialogue Out Loud is produced by the Dialogue Foundation, a registered 501c3, with support from Mary Thieves and Sultan Studios. To find more great audio content like this, go to dialoguejournal.com. And while you're there, consider donating. Thank you. Beyond the Block, part of the Dialogue Podcast Network, is a weekly Come Follow Me podcast that centers the marginalized in Mormonism. Join Brother Jones and Brother Knox, a Black Lifelong member and a queer convert theologian, respectively, as they read the scriptures through the lenses of their identities and others in an effort to bring the culture of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints closer and more in line with its theology, which centers Christ's justice and compassion. New episodes every Monday. Dialogue Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Daniel Foster-Smith, the production editor at Dialogue. If you're still listening, you might be just the person we want to hear from. The Dialogue Foundation is committed to bringing you stories and scholarship that inform, challenge, and engage a diversity of minds and voices on topics related to Mormon history, theology, culture, and more. And now we want to hear from you. What keeps you coming back to Dialogue Journal and podcasts? Do you have a favorite episode? A favorite article? What can we do better? Please let us know by sending an email to editors at dialoguejournal.com. Thanks again for listening.